0: Greetings, horror fans, and welcome to episode 197 of Frightmares. I'm your host, Austin Proctor, and joining me today for the first time in like a month is your other host of Frightmares, Gabrielle Proctor.
1: Hello.
0: My pregnant wife, who is in the terminal stages. That's not right. (laughs) That's not right. (laughs) I'm going to live through this. That's not right. (laughs) Who's in the... Final, I guess, not terminal. I'm in the third trimester. Let's just call it what it is. <laughs> Tri- trimester. Uh you are well, thirty-seven weeks. Not, Twenty-nine.
1: Not even. I'm thirty weeks 30 tomorrow. Tomorrow, okay well, Thursday. So whenever this comes out, I don't actually know what day this comes This'll out. This will be
0: coming out on Friday. So
1: So, 30 weeks and one day.
0: Okay. Yes. Getting down to it, man. And then Less we have 10 the, weeks le- left. Yeah. And I'm gonna be a faja. Yep. <laughs> if you would have told me, let's see, when I met you six years ago in this month, actually, I met you. I think we first time we hung out was May seventeenth.
1: Yeah. What are we doing for a date anniversary? Oh my
0: god. Uh, <laughs> um, and what was I saying? You are saying
1: if, I, if, I, if someone had told you. Oh, yeah.
0: If someone had told me six years ago, like right before I had met you, that I would be married, have a new car, have a house and a baby on the way, I would have literally laughed so hard. i been like, that's hilarious. In that order? You're funny. Uh, that's the order that it kind of happened, right? Man. <laughs> so I find it crazy. Uh, it just r- reminds me of the uh, scene from How I Met Your Mother when... Uh, oh, no, it's uh Ted when he's looking at Marshall and Lily, he's like, those people are parents. And then it has an embarrassing clip of them doing something from like five or ten years ago. I think
1: like, it was them eating sandwiches.
0: Oh yeah, eating sandwiches. <laughs> uh yeah, so it's crazy. Um I'm gonna be a dad. It's weird. It's weird to say.
1: Yeah, what's that like? What? I need to send you one of those TikToks because it's the women cause it's women going like, Yeah, I spent nine months growing this person to become a mom and he didn't do shit he just existed he gets to be a dad
0: oh so i'm i'm not worthy Is essentially what you're saying
1: no just saying maybe you could do some of the growing while we are here okay
0: dude if i could contribute to helping like if i if i I could nest you know i could incubate but that's not how it works man
1: yes it's best you don't sit on the baby
0: uh no it will be terrible uh yeah i mean there, it's just not it's not much i can do it's, up to, it's, it's okay you can
1: take over while i'm healing
0: i told you i'll be taking care of her probably more you know i'm just trying to help all out as much as i can all of it <laughs> i'm gonna do
1: but my that, best that is gonna be your life's mission till i'm ready to <laughs> get up and
0: move my yeah it, it will be my mission to make sure you and baby are doing good so that's in 10 weeks um oh, let me burp into the microphone louder uh, this month we are doing, I had to write it down cause it is, it is, it's, it's a long name. It is Asian American and Pacific Islander heritage month. So we are going to be doing movies from today's is from South Korea. We've got one from Japan. We've got one from New Zealand and we've got one from, I already forgot again. Wow. Thailand. There we go.
1: Yeah. It's a little bit trickier to do Asian American and Pacific Islander like, American movies, so we're going with the, uh, yeah, we're the going, countries. Yeah, we're
0: going with their countries <laughs> of origin, and I know you're probably like, New Zealand's not part of it. It is. It's part of the Pacific Islands, so.
1: And I was gonna do that episode, but um, unfortunately, uh, that is also the week of the baby shower, and um, yeah. like, a million other things, the, the rest of this month is just chaos.
0: It really is. Yeah. It's so much fun. I love being an adult. So that is the plan for this month. Uh, We also have a new charity picked out, and it is called the Asian Americans Advancing Justice. The AAJC is the voice for the Asian American community, the fastest growing population in the U.S., fighting for our civil rights through education, litigation, and public policy advocacy. We serve to empower our our communities by bringing local and national constitutions together and ensuring Asian Americans are able to participate fully in our democracy.
1: That word's constituents. What did I say? Constitutions.
0: Constitutionicities. There we go. Okay, sorry. Constituencies. I can read. Yep. It's fine. So that's the uh, charity for this month. If you would like to donate, you can find the link in the description to this episode. Um, let's go up here. Let's talk about some horror news. How does that sound? Sounds good. Sounds It's good. Uh, There's a new movie coming out this year called The Influencer, and there's a trailer that recently came out. Uh, the first trailer for Curtis David Harder's Influencer, which lands on Shudder and AMC Plus later this month, um, Harder's film premiered at last year's Brooklyn Horror Film Festival and went on to screen at several other festivals, winning a lot of awards along the way. Influencer tells the story of Madison, played by Emily Tennant, a popular social media influencer who was having a lonely and uneventful trip in Thailand, despite what she's telling her followers on Instagram. Meanwhile, or sorry, while reflecting on her boyfriend canceling the trip, she meets CW, Cassandra Nod, who was also in something called C, a fearless and enigmatic traveler who offers to take her to some of the most Instagram-worthy locations. Together, they share authentic meals and drinks with locals discussing the differences between Madison's online presence and CW's lack of one. After showing Madison all the amazing sights, things take a different turn when CW brings her to a surprise location, a deserted island that is completely off the grid. And Ooh. chaos ensues.
1: I think C is that show where, um, with Jason Momoa where everyone's blind.
0: Ooh, yes, the um Apple, uh, T- Apple TV, yes. Apple yes, shows yes, yes.
1: I would watch probably if we had that.
0: I know, I said I was going to get it and then I completely forgot to get it, so I'm going to have to get it when I remember.
1: I want that. I want to watch that show with Harrison Ford and Jason uh, Siegel and yeah. it. That one's supposed to be great.
0: I'm also very excited. Speaking of uh, weird duos and matchups, I'm excited for Burt Kreischer's The Machine because Mark Hamill looks like he's having the time of his fucking life in that movie. Yeah, oh, I didn't my know what God. that
1: was, but honestly, it does just look funny.
0: I'm not even going for Burt Kreischer at this point. I'm <laughs> going for... Um, Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. I mean, Burt Kreischer's hilarious, but honestly, the draw of that movie is definitely Hamill for me. Uh, so Influencer sounds fun. It sounds like a uh, you know topical movie since... This is just the world that we live in of Instagram reality, blah, blah, blah. And
1: influencers uh, yeah. making their trips seem more magical than they are.
0: Or being that person that's like, oh, I'm an influencer. I have millions of followers. You should let me stay at this place for free. Like, first of all, No. So, no, see if very... they wanted
1: you to, if they wanted to give you something for free, they would have offered. Yeah, it. Yeah,
0: they would have already gotten in touch with you. If you're, if you're not being contacted by places, they're probably not going to give you shit for free, especially when you're asking and demanding it. Like, well, people saying, always. Do you know who I am? Oh, yeah. God. No, Watch I don't. Me <laughs> charge you more somehow. Um, oh, you're that person. Oh, you're extra hundred dollars a night. You can fuckface. afford it, right? Yeah, right. So uh, this sounds fun. And, uh, you know, it's, I guess the, uh, whole message here is be careful about who you follow, especially in a foreign fucking country. Like (laughs) that's the place I'm going to be looking out for the most. You I don't know this place at all. Oh yeah. I know nothing of this place.
1: Definitely never, um, followed people to places I didn't know in a foreign country. Never done that.
0: Oh my God. My wife. Future. Mother of my child.
1: Hey, to be fair, no, it's no, not no. like I didn't super know them. I, oh, I knew them, God. like I met them, but I didn't like know what their last name was. We weren't were. really
0: friends. We were like acquaintances.
1: We all got matching tattoos. That seems close <laughs>
0: enough. Okay. Okay. Uh, continuing on with news uh, that we've already talked about. The Witchboard remake has rounded out its cast. It has been confirmed that alongside Stranger Things, Jamie Campbell Bauer, the upcoming Witchboard will also star... Madison I oh, sorry, Madison Eisman from the Jumanji franchise, Aaron Dominguez, uh, Only murderers in the Building, which we still have to watch, Antoni- Antonia Desplat from Shantaram, and Ozark's Charlie Tayhan. Cool. The new film watches as recovering drug addict Emily, played by Eisman, her fiance Christian Dominguez, and a group of their friends open an organic cafe refurbishing an old carriage house in New Orleans' French Quarter. That actually sounds fucking cute. That's how. Mm-hmm. Uh, a darkness descends over Emily when she discovers an ancient pendulum board once used to summon spirits, with Christian then seeking help for Emily from a cult expert Alexander Baptiste. Alexander, however, has secrets of his own, knowing the fateful bloodlines that bind them all to the witch board, a modern coven of white witches, a masked ball at, Beb- at Baptiste's mansion, and the legacy of the Naga Soth, the queen of witches are all then part of a dangerous game that puts Emily's very soul at risk. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. This is a movie that Mikey yelled at me about cause I hadn't seen it and he got very, very aggressive with me. Uh, it's an eighties movie that I haven't seen. Never so heard of it. see, see, I'm not alone. Not only had I never fucking heard of it, but I'd never seen it. So that's two people, Mikey you're going to listen to this later probably.
1: Yeah, Mikey, take that.
0: <laughs> now this is exciting. I I do love I do love a good remake, but I'm obviously going to have to watch the original to understand if this one's better or not. So, what?
1: Did you talk about this?
0: A Haunting in Venice. What is that?
1: That's the Pierrot one.
0: Oh, no. Go ahead.
1: Okay. So if you are familiar with Murder on the Orient Express or Death on the Nile, um, both murder mysteries, apparently they thought they should make these but spookier. Um,
0: And I'm here for that.
1: Yeah. So uh, Kenneth Branagh is playing Detective Pirro again, um, retired, and uh, he is directing again. Um, but this is one in a post-World War II Venice, now retired and living in, uh, his own exile, reluctant, uh, Piero reluctantly attends a seance, but when one of the guests is murdered, it is up to the former detective to once again uncover the killer. So this one will be coming out um, on the 15th of September. It is a crime drama horror mystery. Oh. And we'll also be including Kelly Riley. Um, I believe she's in Yellowstone. Sure. Uh, Michelle Yeoh, who everyone should know who that is. Everything, everywhere, Uh, all at once. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Dornan, who is in Fifty Shades of Grey. And also Tina Fey, which is really (laughs) random. But yeah, this one is the first one to get horror on it.
0: She's gonna have to be the comic relief, even though it's not a comedy. You know, she's gonna be the one-liner zingers.
1: (laughs) Yeah. um, She has. So this one's based off of Agatha Christie's, because these are all Agatha Christie novels. um, Her 1969 novel named Halloween Party. Um, but the setting. Halloween party. Yeah, it's hollow, and then dash en. Oh,
0: Halloween! I got it.
1: No, en.
0: Halloween. Yeah
1: okay um Harb-
0: harbulary
1: well it's funny because i heard someone talking about seeing a trailer for this and i was like oh what is that because i always like to check if you haven't heard of it yet um and then i'm like god is that ken uh kenneth Branagh? he's got the pierreau stash Pierrot why stash. does he have that in both in this movie too oh well, that's because he's playing pierreau okay yeah so oh okay they made a horror one got it got it because I, I see the mustache and i'm like i know that mustache
0: i like that you just described your entire train of thought that was good
1: that's exactly how it played out, and I sent it oh, to you immediately I because know. we saw the other two movies in theaters. They're fun to watch.
0: Uh, yeah, they're Murder on the Orient Express, and Death of, Death of on the Ni- Death on the uh, Death of the Nile. Death on the Nile. <laughs> yeah. the Nile is dead. But
1: this one will be um, featuring su- uh, substantially less cannibals. Substantially less. Oh uh, yeah. Because Army Hammer was on the other one.
0: Oh yeah, you had me just saying, "Oh yeah," because I was like, "I remember cannibals in that." Pew
1: pew. There were no cannibals no. in the movies; just actors. Actors who, are... who
0: want to eat people's flesh or ribs. Fucking weirdo. Uh, so yeah, the Witchboard remake, but also <laughs> just, no, just, I'm just kidding. No, that's exciting. Uh, I like the fact that um. Well, I guess it, you said it's based off a book, so I guess this is, isn't like new information. But I just find it funny that they've done just two murder mysteries like normal. Now they're like, you know what? A dash of spookiness. Like, yeah, Let's okay. add horror to the mix. Fucking let's go. That's fine. Uh, you said September 15th this year? <laughs> Ooh, shit. That's right around the time of uh, the, the death of the Demeter. No, of the last voyage of the Demeter.
1: Yeah, we'll see what movies of these we get to
0: actually see in theaters. Yeah. Uh, I know everything in fucking... J- God damn it. Everything in July is out. Oppenheimer, fucking Barbie. I'm so angry. We'll never get to decide ah. where we
1: were on that divide. It was Barbie. I was going to say Barbie Oppenheimer first. for me. Uh, we were going to be in different theaters said day. Honestly,
0: um, if we could have made both those movies, that's probably what we would have done. <laughs> like, yeah, like our
1: legs would be horribly sore after that, I'll but take, it'd be fine. I'll
0: take dad to Oppenheimer, you take mom to Barbie. <laughs> done.
1: Dad'll go to Barbie.
0: Well, fucking whatever. If it's one or the other, I'm going to Oppenheimer. I'll if be I've...
1: busy having a baby sometime around <laughs> yeah, then, so, so unlikely we'll make it to any of those. And then anything after that is um up in the air. I'll
0: be up in the air, so. Don't forget about the Chainsaw Oh, sorry, Fangoria Chainsaw Awards on May twenty first at nine PM on Shudder. I know where I'll be that day, right on the couch watching that. Um, speaking of Shudder, we've got twelve new horror movies coming to Shudder. Well, okay, three brand new movies, and then, you know, just like... That was yeah. wildly misleading. No, I know. No, no. So just 12, 12 new horror movies are on the way, three for this year, and just nine just other random ones. Starting off with, I think it's Sarah? Huesara, H U H-u- H U. The Bone yeah, Woman. Yeah, The Bone Woman, coming May 12th. Uh, that revolves around Valerie, who has long dreamed about becoming a mother. After learning that she's pregnant, she expects to feel happy, yet something's off. bum bum Yep. Yep. Yep consecration may 19th after the alleged suicide of her priest brother grace traveled to the remote scottish convent where he falls to his death or sorry where he fell to his death (laughs) excuse me distrusting the church's account she uncovers murder sacrilege and a disturbing truth about herself fucking religious horror let's go and it's like scottish personal
1: opinion uh, um consecration i'm just reading words now uh religious horror can be really hit or miss
0: well yeah i know but when it's done right it's like
1: when it's done right it's yeah. done great but, but some, yeah what is it is really easy to not do right yeah
0: so hopefully um uh, that's a good one i'm excited for and then we have influencer we've already talked about that, that? oh my god so while struggling no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, um So those are the three brand new movies for 2023 that are coming out. And then we've got High Tension, Inside from 2007, Livid, Martyrs, The Remake. So don't watch that. Poison for the Fairies, Darker Than the Night, The Babadook, The Devil's Doorway. Another religious horror movie that's set in Ireland. Fucking love that movie. And then In Their Skin. So you can look forward to those 12 movies if you have Shudder. And if you don't have Shudder, what are you doing with your life? It's $5. I don't have
1: Shudder. We do. I don't.
0: Oh, my God. You can use mine whenever you want. Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) So, let's talk about Asian American uh, and Pacific Islander Heritage Month facts. First of all, I figure I should probably tell you what this consists of, right? So... Asia consists of about 50 countries with a total land area of 17 million square miles representing 30% of the earth's habitable surface. Asia coastlines have a combined length of 136,896 miles. The top 15 Asian, Asian countries by population are China, India, Indonesia, Pakistan, Bangladesh, Japan, Philippines, Vietnam, Turkey, Iran, Thailand, Myanmar, South Korea, Iraq, and Afghanistan. Now... The Pacific Island consists of 14 sovereign states and 11 collectives. They can be classified by 3 enthogeographic groupings: Melanesia, Micronesia, and Polynesia. I believe New Zealand falls into Polynesia. Yes. Uh, the Philippines and Indonesia are generally not considered part of the Pacific <laughs> Islands. The Pacific Islands, although they fall into a larger regional classification such as Australasia, Oceania. Or the South Pacific U.S. territories.
1: What a delightful musical. What? South Pacific is a musical.
0: Oh, or the South Pacific. U.S. territories in the Pacific include Guam, Northern Mariana Islands, and American Samoa. So that is information that I didn't even know until I looked it up. Um, So what is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Well, according to the 2020 U.S. Census, there are 24 million and counting Asian Americans in the United States. People who trace their roots to East Asia, South Asia, Southeast Asia, Polynesia, Micronesia, and Melanesia. The Pew Research Center found that Asians are the fastest growing ethnic group, making up about 7% of the total U.S. population. However, it's precisely because that number is so small that many Asian Americans are deemed invisible, with so many politicians skipping over the Asian American voter base altogether, and many AAPI issues swept under the rug. From May 1st to May 31st, Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month calls attention to these issues while recognizing and celebrating the contributions of Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders to American history, asserting that we are not perpetual foreigners, but rather Americans in our own right. Yep. Yep. It's just it's nice to learn all this stuff. So I'm learning this stuff. I'm educating people who listen to this, just about you know broadening our horizons or not broadening our horizons. What am I trying to say? Um, It's always important to learn. Um,
1: It's better. It's always good to know more about the people around you. Um, Yeah,
0: that's true. Because this does the a lot of these you know uh, months are focused around. You know, like like people that are living in America and how we need to ex- be accepting of them. Like they're Remember, just the like the world me. is bigger than you are. Yeah, the world is bigger than uh, the U.S. and in fact, it, the U.S. is a very small part of of the world when you really think about it in the grand scheme of things.
1: Not compared to some of those countries. Well,
0: I'm just you know, <sighs> uh, yeah, if, whatever. Uh, did you? No, we watched the same things. I don't even know why I bother asking what you've watched. What Wait. did we watch yesterday? <laughs> What did we do? We had a double feature. Oh, we yeah. Did
1: this and... Uh,
0: Grave Encounters. Grave Encounters. I guess we can kind of go into... Because we're going to be comparing them a lot because they're very similar movies. And uh, I remember... Well, you said you hadn't seen it in a while. So I was like, let's refresh on Grave Encounters because this movie essentially is just a South Korean version of that with their own little flair and twist yes. uh, to it. So we watched Grave Encounters yesterday and uh you so and we're on the same page it's we like grave encounters and then ganjium just a little bit more
1: yeah um grave encounters wouldn't rank as high for me just because i said there are moments for me where that one lulled yeah um and i also uh i don't know because it lulled so much some of the tension would get sucked out during because of uh the scene so they have to rebuild it to get the scares going again um whereas ganjium um had a more consistent when they started amping up, they started amping up.
0: Yeah. Their pacing and like three X structure was like a lot stronger Absolutely. and, and gone than it was grave encounters. But we also wanted to
1: hit half the characters in grave encounters for just being douchey mm-hmm.
0: Well, because they're supposed to be a spoof off of, um, Ghost Adventures, and they do a very good job of that, but yeah, they are kind of uh, annoying and douchey. We also, you watched, I Know What You Did Last Summer, for the very first time, I can't even believe that you hadn't seen that, because that movie is right up your alley. Yeah, I told
1: Heather I hadn't seen that, and she was like- What? Really? Really? Yeah, somehow I not only avoided that, but I avoided ever knowing who the killer was. Yeah. This whole time. Uh, I think it's most surprising because of my love of Buffy, so.
0: Yeah, that's true. Well, did you enjoy it? What would you rate it, you know? What do you think? Would you rewatch it?
1: I'd probably rewatch it. Um, it's not like a movie that I'm gonna be like, oh man, I I think I waited too long to see it. And considering that you got other stuff like other movies of that kind of vibe that are like Scream, you know, yeah, those movies are stronger to me. Well, you also
0: grew, you know, you grew up with Scream and you've been watching them. Scream
1: traumatized me as a child. So, (sighs)
0: so what would what what would you have to say about this one?
1: Uh, Three. Okay. Yeah, because like the red herrings were really obviously red herrings Mm. by the aggressively extended glare shots, where it's like, I'm gonna glare at you for a distance
0: suspiciously, like. Well, yeah. If you had seen it when it came out, it probably would have been. It probably would have been more effective.
1: Yeah, and then I had some um, serious questions about the killer's motives because it was extremely
0: confusing. But you know, well, you know, not everyone's gonna have clear and perfect. (laughs) you know uh, uh, i
1: think it was a pot kettle black situation is what it was <laughs> it's a little which, convoluted which uh much like some other movies we've seen that were new for this year you're just like you i'm sorry you're mad at them for
0: murder how many people have you killed during the course of these events it doesn't even make any sense i'm like, so confused fighting fire with fire Fighting uh, murder with murder yeah that too uh, but then we double featured that. Wait, did, didn't we?
1: Didn't we yeah, watch? Yeah, we watched that and we watched um, Lake Placid.
0: I have them on, on watching on separate days. Oh, yeah, we did split it up.
1: No, we didn't split it up. You probably just uh, clicked uh, rated one the next day and didn't
0: change the date. Hmm, that's weird.
1: But yeah, we watched Lake Placid, which is criminally underrated for some reason. Underscored, I should yeah, say.
0: It's got a fucking 2.7. And I know we've talked about this before. That is a four and a half star movie without question.
1: Yeah, like, I'm this sorry. I God don't know what damn. you thought you were getting out of that movie. I went through all of those reviews. Two stars because it's a Jaws ripoff. First off, wildly late for a Jaws ripoff. <laughs> Second off, I could tell you could have shown me Jaws and Lake Placid at the same time, and I never would have said, gosh, these movies are similar
0: at all. Yeah. And
1: I'd rather watch this. I'm sorry.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I have so much respect for Jaws and what it did. You know, practical effects. That's all great. But uh, no, this movie, the rewatchability of late class, it is so much. It's I would rather watch this. It's 82 minutes. It's hilarious. Like The dialogue
1: you, is amazing.
0: Well, because you said it was written by a guy who did sitcoms so yeah, that's why the guy p- who
1: like worked on Allie McBeal and other of those like uh, a yeah. lot of lawyer shows where they're very quippy and fast paced and you're like that kind of that that translates because they're all all the dialogue is quippy and fast paced in the movie
0: yeah and of course you have um Bridget Fonda who's just a maniac in this movie
1: just getting knocked in the water every 10 getting knocked seconds. in the
0: water running around and yelling at Bill Pullman and Brandon Gleason and Betty White telling people Oliver to Platt. suck her metaphorical dick <laughs> And Oliver Platt is just movie. so good
1: in this. Like, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I, I'm like 2.7 is it's criminal. It's fucking criminal.
1: That movie I grew up with. I'm not entirely sure why my parents were letting me watch a movie where <laughs> Betty White tells someone to suck her dick. <laughs> um, but so Oliver Platt's in it. Um, I I'm sure you guys know if you've listened to the show for a long time. But my maiden name is Platt, so um, we're not related. But my uh, you could be. My parents used to call him cousin Oliver when we put that movie on. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so Lake Placid, solid fucking time. And then, uh, I don't know if we've talked about this one yet. I don't think so, but... Oh, I think I talked about it on uh, Slashers, but we watched a David Cronenberg joint called Naked Lunch, and I... I don't even know what that was supposed to be. (laughs) It was so... Confusing. It's the weirdest movie I've ever seen. It absolutely is the weirdest movie I we've have ever seen. We've watched a lot of Cronenberg movies. We've watched, it, we've watched a lot of out there movies, you know, art piece movies, like Flux Gourmet. That was so dumb and bad, but it was very out there and weird. But this one, 100% Naked Lunch takes the cake for being the most bizarre movie I've ever seen.
1: The basic description is a guy who is used to be a pest control guy gets addicted to pest control substances and then somehow finds himself in a like as a secret spy for an underground giant bug operation yeah, um and that doesn't really encapsulate the movie at all no. um it it does and it's it's wildly misleading for um how insane that plot is yeah
0: and you've got fucking rock star peter weller in that movie you've got ian holm in that movie
1: an icon who will uh, do like anything it's
0: it was the most bizarre movie five stars nothing's ever gonna top that for weirdness
1: oh you also saw pan's labyrinth
0: yeah and uh i i don't know you didn't rate it i gave it a three.
1: Oh my god God
0: I, I'm I mean the sorry. CGI just, didn't hold up which was unfortunate it's not even that I just I don't get why ev- everyone is like well, so
1: upset about the ending which didn't
0: help you fucking right I was super not happy with that I don't know it's gonna but, be one of those movies that I have to watch a couple times I'll probably get it shining it took me three times to watch before I was like five can times. you
1: see how that was the female version of devil's backbone though yeah like absolutely yeah. The, the the sister to devil's backbone yeah um but I like this one more for the more fantasy aspects. Um but yeah. And Doug
0: Jones playing like seventy-five people in that movie. No yeah. I know, I know. Um I know.
1: yes, but unfortunately, uh the CGI does not hold up very well. It's very smooth and which yeah. is really sad compared to the beautiful um character uh creature designs, um, especially the ones that Doug Jones um
0: Doug Jones
1: was playing. Um, they did a really nice job with those, so then you have these cgi creatures or bugs in there and you're like this is distracting
0: yeah but i don't know i that wasn't really like a negative drawback for me i i I forgave it because it was old so that's what we've been watching and of course we've watched this movie watched it yesterday uh let's get into the imdb summary have we seen this uh, did I show this this one to you already?
1: Still the first time I've watched it for the umpteenth Still the time. First. Oh, no, Grave,
0: we- Grave Encounters is the one I showed. Yes, because
1: right remember, there. we were going to watch a different movie for this episode, but then yeah. it turned out we couldn't find it anywhere. And you were like, I keep talking about this and never show it to you. <laughs> it's like,
0: we're doing this one. And we've already talked about this one on the show. But, you know, that was back when we were doing multiple ep- uh, movies. So this one hasn't got the full movie treatment. Plus, I did that one with Corey anyway. So it'll be a different dynamic on this episode. Yes,
1: and you get the uh, added aspect of someone who lived in Korea for a year and noticed some very South Korean things about the actors and that I found really funny.
0: So Ganjiam Haunted Asylum from 2018 released on April 13th of that year in the U.S. as a limited run. No idea when it went streaming or Blu-ray. Couldn't find that information. We are not rated for no sex and nudity. Shocker. Mild violence and gore. Mild profanity. Mild alcohol, drugs and smoking. And then severe frightening and intense scenes. So this movie is literally rated, well, not rated, for being scary. Mild alcohol. They're drinking beers with dinner. Yeah, that's mild alcohol. I know, that's just funny. Um, (laughs) Even the one beer will count towards you. Or count towards the rating. um, Mm. Mm. Um,
1: I do think it's funny also that the... Uh, on the no sex and nudity thing. The one girl has her boobs out the entire time, like very busty, like got the like boobs up and out uh, on display the whole time. That is not something you see in Korea at all. It is very like, like a very conservative chest wise. You cover all of that up. So it was very distracting when she came on, had her jacket zipped half up and just boobs. I'm like, whoa, whoa, that is a lot of cleavage I wasn't expecting to see.
0: Mm. Well, there you go. Yeah. Cleavage.
1: I, I'm i not kidding. You can watch, you can look at anything. Um, I believe most you. Most girls have their chests covered. You
0: don't, have the, you don't, I believe you? Yeah. Yeah. Runtime of an hour and 35 minutes. Listed as a straight horror. Nothing else. Directed by Jung bam Sheik, who has six other credits for movies I haven't heard of. Also written by him. And another man named Sang Ming Park, who only has one other writing credit, produced by one person. His name is Wan uh, Guk Kim, and he's only produced four other things that I have not heard of. Composed Good. by no one, apparently. There was only people in the sound department, but there's not a composer because it's found footage. So there's not really a score to it. There's some, you know, some things played in the background, but not yeah. like an actual like overarching score. Um, uh, cinematography by Yoon Byung-ho, who's only done this movie, edited by the director and the writer. That's like the third time in a row that we've had a director, a writer, and editor. I find that very fascinating. Starring Wee ha Jun as ha Jun. They literally are using their own names in this movie, and it kind of gives it that sense of realism. Who was also in Squid Games as Huang Jun-ho, who was...
1: Who was the uh, detective that um, sneaks onto the island in yes. the... In the- Show because once you see him, you're like, oh yeah, that guy.
0: Yeah, and he's the only one that has uh, really done anything. Because then you have Yoo Ji Yoon as Ji Yoon, who has only done two other things. You have uh, Seong Wook Lee as Seong Wook, who has only done one other thing as well. And then we've got Yi Wan Mun as Charlotte, the only non like you know Korean name. But she she's appeared to be in some K dramas like Children of Nobody and Legal High. Those look like I haven't
1: heard of those.
0: I looked at I looked at him that she was in like 36 episodes and it said like crime drama. I was like, "Okay, I'm assuming that's some sort of K-drama, so, you know, you can catch her on those shows." And then we've got last but not least Ayon Oh as Ayon. Who's only done a few other things. Uh, couldn't find a budget on this, but apparently it made $21 million, which is Fucking very good for a little indie found footage movie uh, from South Korea. That's amazing. You can watch this on Shudder and Peacock Plus, movies that came out around the same time. We've got Ready Player One, Unsane, which we've done on this show. Uh, Actually, that came out on my birthday that year. Isle of Dogs, Wes Anderson. Great movie. Yes, it is. Blockers, A Quiet Place, Ghost Stories, Rampage, Truth or Dare, that movie that we all forgot about, but we all saw. Yeah. Super Troopers 2, Avengers, Infinity War, Deadpool 2, and Slenderman.
1: Okay, I haven't seen three. Uh,
0: I know you've seen Ready Player One. I know you've seen Unsane. I know you've seen Isle of Dogs. I know you've seen Blockers, or Quiet Place, Ghost Stories. You haven't seen Rampage. You Good. haven't seen Super Troopers 2, and you haven't seen Slenderman. Yeah, you got it. Oh! Nailed it. It's a fun it.
1: game to play. It works a lot better with movies that are older than we've been together.
0: I know you said movies, but I heard boobies, so. <laughs> uh,
1: I think you're still on the whole cleavage issue <laughs> with Charlotte <Yeah>. there.
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Did you have any specific horror moments from the movie? Um, I'm
1: trying to think. I know uh, the hands thing. There was like a moment where they're in this room and these hands start creeping around a couple people's faces. And then the yeah. second someone says, hey, the hands blip back out, like just go behind them and they're gone. Like there's no one behind them. There's just hands. That shit I was thinking about while I was going to sleep.
0: Oh, that's fun. <laughs>
1: yeah. So thank you for that. Next time we have enough time between the end of a horror movie that I haven't seen and um, time for like a forensic files, you know, something to soothe me.
0: Mm, okay. But on some Bob Ross.
1: No, I said forensic files.
0: I want to watch murder. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, my my horror moment. There's at one point, uh, there is a, a person who's floating. It's a it's like a ghost who's floating, and then they move. They like move across. Oh, I don't like when shit does that in horror movies, like the Haunting of Which Hill one, House. The
1: first one or the second one?
0: I don't know all of them. Anytime someone's floating in the air, and they're like the guy in Haunting of Hill House with the big cane. Oh, oh God, mm-hmm. he just fucking floating creepily like six inches above the no i hate that that makes Oh yeah there
1: was that body that had like the the guy that blood down the the chest um at one point in the film and that was upsetting because they didn't like they kept panning away and panning back and then he wasn't moving so i'm just like you need to move already because i can't take
0: this that was a great fake out though because they yeah they keep going back and forth and you're like all right eventually he's gonna move and then he moves at the time you don't think he's gonna move and he just kind of shuffles over oh God. The last 30 minutes of this movie are horrifying. Mm. Um, I mean, favorite we don't really see people actually like die. Yeah, I don't really have a favorite kill. They kind of just get pulled back into the wherever. I did have a favorite line. They're talking about something, and one of the girls is like, it's for the fuckumentary. Oh yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> and she flips them off. I thought that was good. Um, favorite character. I don't know. Um they're all pretty likable honestly I don't really have a specific one except for well captain he's kind of eh. suspicious. suspicious
1: Um. Oh God, what was the name of the nurse is that Sue I'm sorry watching it last well, night pregnancy brain well, and then Korean names I, I'm gonna
0: and all of the none of them have pictures next to their name so it's like I'm like fuck I don't remember well,
1: there's that and the way they introduce these so there's Charlotte Charlotte's the only one who has an uh, American, has an American name. name and the only girl who's like glammed up to do this. Yeah. And then they what they do is a quick, here's my face, here's my name, and then they just kind of refer to each other the rest of the time. You're like, that went by so quickly. I don't know what anybody's name is. So the girl who was the nurse in that, uh she, I liked her because she was more like kind to everybody, more yeah. more like genuine with everybody That's and fair. um even though she was the newest to the group.
0: Yeah. Um, like I said, I thought they were all pretty likable except for main guy. Main guy is Ha Jun. Uh, he kind of had these weird ulterior motives. I feel I don't know.
1: Well, that's what we're talking about today. Um, his his motives weren't ulterior. His methods to get to those motives uh, were yeah. ulterior because what he said uh, he was very upfront with the goals they had in going to this place, but he lied about how he was or he was lied about what he was willing to do to get there.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well,
1: He was misleading, I should say.
0: Okay, so he's misleading. Um, favorite line, favorite character? least fa- Yeah, least favorite character. Uh, mm-hmm. Him. <laughs> him. He's the worst. Uh, IMDb's summary. The crew of a horror web series travels to an abandoned asylum for a live broadcast. It soon encounters much more than expected as it moves deeper inside into the nightmarish old building, Gonjium Haunted Asylum. That is literally the building that they're entering. Yep. Uh, do you need any notes?
1: Um, we won't know till it's happening. (laughs) Okay. Okay, so it starts out with um, the main guy who I'm going to call the captain because that's what they keep calling him. That's what they call him. They call him captain the whole time. Oh, captain Um, my captain. So, uh, captain there is talking, uh, is um, doing a video where he's talking about um, haunted places and the top haunted places and how one of them is the, um, Jiang haunted asylum, and um, we see a clip of these boys, who these two teenage boys who had broken in that he is referring to. He's like, this is what drew my attention to this place, and it's these teenage boys who broke into the asylum, tried to break into this room, the faded four hundred two room that 402, nobody's yeah. been in um, since the place closed down, and then how those boys are now missing. Well, he goes into the history that this place was the top mental asylum in the country and how it was run by this uh, female doctor who was amazing with the patients helped them all out played ping pong with them which was extremely relevant sometimes (laughs) 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 and like uh, how this is like a whole thing where they're they see a ghost on the camera and these boys footage and how he's decided well now i need to check it out for myself also, hilarious side note, you notice this come up a few times because he also shows some archival footage of this woman mm-hmm. be- uh, getting the award for being like the best doctor. There's a thing that I notice, especially in like Korean shows, about being top, number one, the best. I don't know what it is. I enjoy it every time I see it because it sticks out like a sore thumb to me. But you're mm. like, yeah, we are top class, number one. And you're like, what? Who says that? Who cares?
0: Against who? Yeah. Against.
1: Um, but it, it's just so funny to be like, it was the top hospital, number one, the best. And you're like, okay. okay. Did, did you rank them at they, some they point? They can't all be
0: number one. Listen, okay?
1: But there's like this weird thing. I'd really love to know what that stems from because I've see, I have see it in so many like sh- Korean shows or movies. Mm. Um, it comes up a lot. Once you see it, you can't unsee it though. Mm. Um, so enjoy that. Um, <laughs> okay. So then it cuts over to a group of people meeting at a cafe in Gangnam they are all meeting up it is the crew of this um like the, what was the name of the the haunted team it's um
0: isn't isn't the it name hol- of the show Horror Times right
1: yeah Horror Times
0: yeah Horror, Horror. Horror Times yeah. just like grave encounters kind of
1: yeah so um they all meet yeah. up they discuss what they're doing they're, everyone will have two cameras one facing towards them and one facing away from them and everyone will end up being in pairs at some point and They talk about the game plan they're going to do and kind of meet and greet each other. You can tell that a few of these people know each other, but most of them don't really know each other. But they do take the time to they spend a little time in this movie introducing themselves to each other, um, having some drinks, sharing some camaraderie. Uh, They on the way up to the asylum, they even um, stop off to do some like water activities like um, one of those. What is it? The blob? The big air thing that you jump on yeah it's the blob yeah if you've ever seen um heavyweights heavyweights yeah yeah they're doing that the blob Uh, so you know to give us a chance to see them kind of connect and get to know each other a little better and get you to um like the characters a little bit more than just jumping straight into the haunt
0: well, that's kind of what Grave Encounters doesn't do. They pretty much start off ghost adventure style, like my name is Logan, blah blah blah, and I saw a ghost and whatever. So you don't really get their team building as much as you do this one, which I think I like that more because then you then you, then you. That's why I was like, there's a lot of everyone's like you can care about them because you kind of get to know them for like the first you know act of the movie.
1: Yeah, and yeah, with with Grave Encounters, it does skip to them. They're they're pulling out a lot of those douchey haunter show tropes engrave encounters and then you're not even sure what everyone's connections are in that one so like besides yeah, just
0: being on a show together
1: yeah um the one character you get to hear anything about is a guy having a phone call with his uh, daughter um, Yeah, that's
0: the only connection to like the outside world
1: Yeah, and everything else, you just kind of assume they know each other, but do they even like each other, you know? Yeah. But this one, it's they don't really know each other. Some of them have done this together. Some of them haven't. This is the third time they've done it, so they're still relatively new. But they get the time to, like, have them interact and feel the friendliness between them. Yeah. So then they get up to where the asylum is, but they can't drive up to it because of CCTVs, which are everywhere in South Korea. I mean, like, on every street, by the way. Fun fact.
0: (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah, that's creepy.
1: I mean, it's for security reasons, but yeah, even on the street, like the back street my apartment was on had its own CCTVs on the corners, oh. including the apartment. Well, building. no, it's
0: good for that. I, I don't know. I guess just because I'm from America, you know what I mean? Like, I would be like, that would be creepy here. I don't know why. It, it would be very uncomfortable genuinely
1: here. never impacted my life once that I'm aware of, except there's a film somewhere of me falling and hurting
0: myself. Someone probably has that on like a compilation disc of fails.
1: Probably the guy who walked past me while I was falling and proceeded to let me lay in the road. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, anyway, so they are sneaking into the property. Um, They're sneaking up around the back of the property to set up a tent as a home base. They have a meal together. Um, They make an absolutely massive pot of noodles.
0: It looks so good. Yeah, uh, it looked amazing. If
1: I ate spicier noodles, I'd eat way more um, Korean style like ramen noodles. Mm. Um, Now I want
0: Korean fried chicken.
1: Oh my god! Oh god, we haven't had that in forever. It's so good. So good. Anyway, so um, just
0: dreaming about Korean fried chicken over here. No, no big deal.
1: (laughs) So I should say that the uh, captain there had had mentioned to them that um, someone had got a. He had seen a. I think it was a race. Like a car race or something, had done a live stream that got two hundred thousand followers and had got an X amount of money from yeah. um, doing that uh, live stream. So they're like, "That's why we're doing this live. We're gonna get a million followers." And they're like, "Oh well, if we get a million, we're gonna get this much money." And he's like,
0: "Yep, yeah. that's
1: the plan." And they're like, "That's crazy." And he. He just says they're, they're going to make it happen, which is why they're going to such a haunted place.
0: Well, yeah, because the draw of them doing the live stream there is they're not even supposed to be there. Yeah, so they're sneaking into the they're property. They're sneaking in, so that's the appeal of why they think they'd be able to get an audience, because people would be like, holy shit, Like you're not supposed to be in there. But that also gives them puts them at risk for someone calling the cops on them, you know? What I mean, there's always people out there like that like, "Oh, they shouldn't be doing this." So
1: Well, and they also mentioned something about a security uh like someone from security like a that does a um check around the outside of the building. They did mention that briefly uh, mm. when they were coming up to the building. Okay. Um so they get everyone set up with cameras. Captain there's going to make the real sacrifice and stay with the computer and not go in. So generous of him. <laughs> And um, so they get all the cameras set up. The other six people go off, and it's, uh, so it's three guys and three girls. They go off to through the woods to get to the asylum. Uh, at one point, they find a pair of underwear on a bush, so they tie that to a tree, a low hanging tree branch, as a marker to let them know when they're, yeah, you know, to help them get back later.
0: Since it's like pitch fucking black.
1: Yeah, so they're about to go into the. Asylum, but then they hear sirens, so everybody kind of freezes up for a second there. That's when they mention the thing about the um, the security that comes around. Hmm. Um, and then they get into the, or they they go up to the door, and it says something on the door. What does it say? Oh
0: yeah, it, uh, they go up to the door because just like in Grave Encounters, the door at the front of that asylum says uh, "Death awaits," and this one is a little bit. No, no, sorry. Yes, did I say death awaits? Yep. It's death away. Or Is it? Is it hell awaits?
1: One of those two. One of those two. Something cryptic.
0: Something like that. I think it might be hell awaits. And uh, on the doors in Ganjim Haunted Asylum, they say, "Enter and you will die." A little more straightforward than hell awaits. <laughs> like, hey, you're you're gonna die if you come in here. So that's what um that was on. That's what was on the door. And should sure also be mentioned that is a, this is apparently Korea's first live haunted live stream. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So also that's, should that's be an, mentioned that's that another draw too.
1: prior to them going in, two of the guys had already gone in and set up some motion cameras. Um, yeah. Just
0: like what Grave Encounters did, too.
1: Yeah. Um, so they have some motion cameras that are already set up around the building prior to them getting in there. Yeah. So they go in. Um, they do some they kind of do like a little intro to what they're doing and I believe they make their way to, uh, they hear a noise, so they the first step they take, or the first stop they make is better, um, is to the uh, the doctor's office.
0: The director's room.
1: Yeah, the director's room. The, um, the
0: second they step inside, the door just slams. So you're like, oh, tight. Yeah. Here we go.
1: So they go in there, they look around, they see some old photos, which are hilariously stills from the archival footage that yeah. he had shown earlier. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing is funnier to me than when they do that. They do it in all like all the movies and films where it's like, we filmed this. We're just taking freeze frames. We're not also taking photos. Ignore the fact yeah, that this a- is somehow the same shot and angle as the film you just watched. It's an
0: indie movie. You can't expect them to pull out all the stops, man.
1: Well, it's like when they have a character who's died in something and they just use a frame from the show. And you're like, guys, who would have taken that picture?
0: I have the person's name down as Mage. Is that her name?
1: The doctor? Yeah. I don't remember.
0: I don't know. It says Mage is accused of killing uh, people at the hospital and disappearing. So I don't then, know. Then
1: that would be the doctor. Yeah. I don't so, know if
0: I put the name down in air, but maybe it, maybe it's Mage. I don't know.
1: Yeah. They they bring up again, um, which they bring up several times, that this woman, uh, before when it was the top hospital, one at some point, um, all the patients started mysteriously committing suicide or maybe they were killed by the doctor who also committed suicide, they think, but disappeared. Yeah. And they bring this up multiple times throughout the film. You will never get an answer to that question. Yeah. <laughs> um, which I thought was funny for bringing I just, it up. I don't
0: think it's more... I don't think it's just... It's just not about her you know what i mean i guess that was just like a side plot to be like hey what do you think happened do you think she killed them or do you think she like people just started killing themselves i mean i don't know
1: i know i just wish that it kind of brought it up uh Uh, like kind of uh resolved that issue because it sounded like they were in there to see if they could figure it out yeah uh then they believe they split into teams of two where they uh go to different levels to look around and talk um two of the girls go into this hallway um One of them is Charlotte because we know who Charlotte is (laughs) Uh, and Charlotte uh, spray paints her name on the side of a wall and then above it or underneath it, she notices that it says um, uh, let's live underneath it. Yeah. um, Which Which she makes some sort of joke about. She talks about how she been to all these places including the isle of the dolls in mexico and how she always tags her name somewhere to leave her mark and you're like well that seems disrespectful but sure
0: yeah she's been to four of the i'm gonna i actually found the seven places the from the cnn article yeah. so i'll say that later but yeah she's been to four of the seven spookiest places from the cnn travel article that um gone gm is on as well
1: I'm going to tell you real honest, I would never want to go to that island of the dolls. I, that, that place is freaky as No.
0: What the f- No. <laughs> I don't like doll- I don't like any dolls. I would not want to go to an island that was completely- No.
1: Made of deteriorating yeah, doll parts? Stop it. Stop it. So, um, yeah, those two girls are doing that. Um, And then they have- the nurse and the one guy who for some reason doesn't like her, but got buddied up with her. (laughs) Um, it's very confusing. Like there's no real clear reason why he has some sort of weird animosity towards her, but he does. Mm. And, um, they go into the room that is supposedly one of the more haunted places, which is the, um, the shower room with the big bath. They, uh, hear a noise in the back or they decide to go further into the shower room because there's a silhouette of a woman permanently staying on the wall in that room but they talk about how they have the security cameras there and it's got a motion camera so if anything moves the camera will move too and then they go into the back room where there's a large bath where the guy gets the shit scared out of him because there is a piece oh, of trash dude. or the wig on
0: it and then later in the movie, there's another scene in that same area. Oh, my God. They're, they was so smart with how they pulled those scares out. Oh.
1: Yeah. So, And uh. I don't remember what the other two guys were doing. Um,
0: well, it's not revealed. It's revealed later, I thought. Oh, with, yeah, yeah. I think. Oh,
1: no, they were setting up for the ritual. That's what they were doing.
0: Yeah, because they're... Yeah.
1: Because someone had to tie all those bells and strings.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: so uh, then they all you know, meet up again. The plan is that they're going to do this ritual. They're going to explore the floors again after this ritual. And then they're going, the, um, climax of this live stream will be, they're going to break into room 402 and they're going to be the first ones to see what's in there.
0: Yeah. So that'll be the, yeah. The, oh shit moment.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, oh, they're doing it.
1: So they all meet up again to do the, um, the ritual, they decide that the girl who is the nurse and the newest to everything um, should do the ritual. She has to light incense and burn a, um, what the hell is it called? I, I don't know. It's a, uh, oh, I forgot it. It's like the little paper with the writing on it. Um, I, I can't think of the name. But it's, they, it's fine. It's yeah. just, she
0: has to burn something.
1: Yeah, she has to burn that. and. That will start the ritual. Um, and then they all kind of sit and wait. And all the they have they've tied all these strings with bells on them over their head across the whole room. And um, then they all start the bells all start violently shaking, and falling everywhere. And all the candles and the candles she had lit are blown out. And they haul ass out of that
0: room. Yeah, I would. I fuck, I would too. Bye. See you later.
1: Yeah, I think I told you at one point, I'm like, if anything remotely, like the stuff that happens early on in this, spooky-wise happened, I would be road-runnering my ass out. I would (laughs) be in a different fucking country at that point. I'd be so long gone.
0: Yeah.
1: And, um... So they all run out. One of the guys who had set up the uh, ritual is recording and they're kind of taking these moments where they're like addressing their cameras and talking about what's been going on, where it will. all And then it also keeps cutting over to the captain and the views that are going on um, and where they're at with those so far. So he the guy is talking. They're all standing in a circle and he says something about the- how the ritual happened and then all this crazy stuff happened. So now they're all really freaked out, but they're going to go keep looking around anyway.
0: Yeah, that's what you do.
1: So he and the guy who set up the original ritual go back in there again um, to see what it looks like now, and then send everybody else off to do other things, which is when shit starts to turn. Uh huh. So we cut over to um, the captain calling someone on his cell phone, and while he's talking, uh, and then it, it cuts to the two guys in the in the room, in the director's room where they set up the ritual, and they are talking about um how this worked this is really good it got the scares out of them turns out the whole ritual was bullshit to scare the shit out of the other people which is where you start to see captain's ulterior motives there um or ulterior plans he is going to scare the other people in this group to get more views Mm -hmm. which is really shitty yeah so um While he's off the phone with them, uh, some weird things start happening next to him where they had a double burner, like camping burner in the tent, which is not actually that safe now that I'm thinking about it. And both of the burners turn on. The flames are high because they're uh, gas. And um, he turns around, turns those off. The power goes off out of nowhere. The computer shuts down. He's freaking out. Just weird things start happening in that tent. But then everything goes back to normal. So he just ignores it and pretends like it didn't happen. Yeah. And then the two guys go back to figure out other ways to freak out the other investigators, especially Charlotte, um, because probably because she's the pretty one. I'm putting that in quotes. You can't see, but I'm making quote fingers here Um, to help boost views. And then I'm trying to think of what happened after that.
0: I mean, we don't really want to go into much more, to be honest, because then shit starts to actually hit the fan with people and people like start like following you dropping like flies and yeah
1: there i had an idea of where i wanted to stop but um i guess i'll go over to the part where uh so they all start wandering around together and they um they see a doll that they had seen in one of the photos in the director's office and charlotte is freaking out about it because they she and the other girl had seen it in a closet earlier but now it's on a shelf in another part of the room. So while she's freaking out, one of the two guys who's trying to scare them more picks it up to talk about it. And she's like, you're not supposed to touch anything here. And you're going to upset the spirits. And she is losing her shit. And I was like, it's weird she's losing her shit considering she graffitied the building.
0: Oh, yeah. Which now at this point says uh, the the verbs are the verbs. The words under it say let's die.
1: Yeah. So while they're looking around as a group, uh, still trying to figure out what's going on. Um, one of the guys, they go to this room that like has, they almost look like lockers, but they're like people sized where someone could easily sit in one. With these little holes in them, little um, like square holes where you could, uh, with nothing in the hole, so it's just empty and, um, on the door, but no door handles. Mm. So one of the guys tries to stick his arm in there to see if there's a handle on the inside to open it, because they can't get this wood uh, cabinet open. And his arm gets pulled in, so he freaks out. Um, everybody else is freaking out one of the uh
0: well we think it's fake still at this point yeah cuz it's
1: he's the one doing it
0: yeah
1: um so one of the girls says no i'm going to do it this time so she reaches her hand in everything seems fine and then bam she gets yanked into the door like her shoulder gets yanked into the door and she's screaming so when she pulls her arm out it is covered in scratch marks like deep scratch marks and that's when they the guys and the captain know maybe this isn't as a uh, fake as we thought it was going to be And that's when everyone fucking scatters.
0: Uh, Yeah. So they go there thinking that they're going to find I just love how this plays out. They all go. Well, the people that aren't fucking faking it go there with the intention to find things. They think things are really happening. But the other guys know that it's not, you know, it's not really happening. But then once they do a seance, stuff actually starts happening. So the people that were faking it really get freaked out when stuff's going down. And now they've summoned this thing that's after them. Like. It's very poetic. Yeah. <laughs> very poetic uh, and, and super spooky. Um, and like like you said earlier, uh, the pacing of this film is quite different than Grave Encounters because honestly, nothing really starts to happen until like the last act, 30 minutes left. But it goes, it's like exponentially just ramps up with the craziness.
1: Yeah. Because at first they really get you in where they like introduce you to all the characters. At first you're like, oh, they're just kind of wandering around, screwing around, like ha- just having some fun. Okay. Okay. And then when you get to the ritual, you're like, oh, shit's happening. And you're like, nope, it's not Just happening. Just kidding, it's not. So by the time you get to that girl getting her arm pulled in that door, that's when you're like, oh, oh shit. Oh, it's re- <laughs> Because they really make you think, okay, well, how long is this fake out going to go on yeah. for? And then are you going to know what's fake and what's real? But it's that time when her arm gets pulled in where you're like, they can't fake that. That door opens after she falls back and there's no one in there.
0: Yeah, they can't fake that. Yeah, so Yeah.
1: that was that was a good moment.
0: It was a good time. It was a good psych out, for sure. Uh, that is Gangeum, Haunted Asylum from 2018. Uh, I've got a tag. Actually, oh, no, they're down there. Sorry. Taglines. One of the seven freakiest places in the world. And the second one is Experience the Horror. Ah. 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 Trivia. The filmmakers were unable to get permission from the South Korean government to film in the actual hospital, so scenes... In the film, Set and Ganjiam were actually filmed in the National Maritime High School in Busan, with the production team adhering closely to the floor plan of the hospital to recreate exactly the same exterior and hallways. Oh, wow, that's cool. The film, a critical and financial success, became the third most-watched horror movie in South Korea after Phone, 2002, and A Tale of Two Sisters, 2003. I don't know why Train to Busan's not on that list. Uh, I don't know. Maybe this... I don't know because Train to Busan was 2016, so I don't, know. I don't know. Just shortly before the theatrical release, the owners of the asylum filed a lawsuit against the film for being shown in theaters, claiming that the film will have negative effects on the sale of the building. However, a sole court in late March 2018 ruled in favor of the film being shown. You gotta love that. Wild. <sighs> And uh, Conception for the film was inspired by a 2012 article where CNN Travel selected the abandoned Gangeum psychiatric facility as one of the seven freakiest places on the planet. Uh, The seven freakiest places, according to the article that I found, which I believe is correct, is the Sedlik Osuary, if I'm saying that right, in the Czech Republic, Chernobyl Amusement Park in Pripyat, uh, Ukraine, the Aoka Gahara Forest, Mount Fuji, Japan. I'm pretty sure that's suicide forest it could be i think the akko desawa fetish market in lome togo i don't even know where that is the La isle de la muñecas, uh tizhuli lake mexico uh battleship island in nagasaki japan and n- number seven ganjim psychiatric hospital uh feature film debut of Ye mu and siuk wong lee the latter quit shortly after the release of this film uh, goofs couldn't find any worthwhile. Rated 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb, 3.4 out of 5 on Letterbox, to 91% on the Tomato meter, and a 74% audience score. I gave this movie a four. What would you give it?
1: Uh, I'd give it a three and a half.
0: Three and a half, so close to a certified slap. Do you Damn. want me
1: to raise the score? No, so well, no, don't just say it. I could say it. I'll we'll just make know.
0: things up. So uh-huh. then, what would you give Grave Encounters, then?
1: Uh, Like
0: a three. Yeah. Okay. So I'm three. I'm three, five, and four. So we're on the same yeah scale just slightly i'm slightly higher uh similar movies according to Letterboxd, we have grave encounters host paranormal activity Hell House llc and shutter and similar uh, movies according to IMDb, Hell hellhouse llc noroy the curse grave encounters the medium and the taking of deborah logan nice um i didn't find any reviews because i've been lazy with that uh honestly but um yeah what? the worst did you get any no, 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 no. I'm growing your child. Okay. It's that's full time uh, gig. And yeah. it's literally that's, no breaks. That's equal. You don't have to do that because, yeah, that's totally uh, equal. Hey,
1: 24 hours times seven months. Do the math, buddy.
0: No, you, no, you do the math. <laughs> no, I don't want to do the math. Uh, next week, me and Corey will be back doing a horror movie from Thailand. Super excited. Uh, so until then, stay tuned and
1: stay spooky.